Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a podcast from The Bugle. Welcome to part two of our special cryptocurrency collector's edition of The Gargle, where I'm joined by crypto experts Josh Gondelman and Alison Spittle. Coming up shortly, we'll have crypto utopia and crypto scam news for them. So let's get straight back into it with our reviews section. Well, that's all the time we have for our current cryptocurrency news section, because now it's time for your reviews. As you know, each week we ask our Excellent guest editors to bring in something to review out of five stars. Alison Spittle, what have you brought in to review? Because it's a money, uh, it's a it's a cryptocurrency special. I have decided to review keeping coins in your bra. I am a bra owner and a coin holder as well, and I've decided to combine the two. I've I've always been a person that has kept stuff in my bra. People have been a bit freaked out by that, but you know it, it is it's nature's pockets. Like I do see it as a as a you know a gift. And uh, the thing I want to review is uh, putting coins in your bra. Uh, if you leave them in for all day and then take it off, number one, it feels amazing because you, you take your bra off and all you can hear is coins fall. You feel like you've just done really well at a game or something like that. You feel like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. I've used the pickup line, play your cards right, and I pay out like a slot machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what? It's nice. It's nice to bring the fun of an arcade game, you know, to the end of the day with a penny drop. And what I love as well is that they leave they leave little markings behind. So mm-hmm. uh, sometimes green, which freaks me out, but apparently uh, it's it's the type of metal in the coin. But uh, I end up looking like an inverted Mr. Blobby if I keep too many uh, coins on me. Josh, Mr. Blobby was a was a uh, children's cartoon. No, he's not a cartoon. It's a real person who used to basically f up shit on kids' TV, and people used to love it. And he he's got like dots all over him, and uh, that's that's so that's 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 what I that's that's my review. I'm gonna give it three point five. He looks like a Japanese mascot for diseased penis treatments. Big time. Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. big time. I'm picturing him. The only cons is that it's really kind of frowned upon to to pay someone out of your bra 
straight away. Like if you if you go to take coins out of your bra and give it to someone at a garage, you know, there's no more nice small talk. It's it's quite angry at that point. Mm -hmm. It's something about the body temperature that creeps people out. I think people have a strong sense of what temperature Mm -hmm. money should be. But my tits are a cleaner than my hands. Like that's what they should. (laughs) I read that scientific study. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I know where my tits have been. I don't know where my hands have been half the time with what they're touching. My, I haven't rubbed my tit off the side of a banister, you know, going down a metro or something like mm-hmm. that. But I mm-hmm. have with my hand. So mm-hmm. I think it's cleaner. I, I genuinely think we need to get over get, o- get over tit sweat and just, and just get on with our lives. How many stars? Uh, I'm going to go for 3.5 I'm just I'm just got the image of me rubbing my tit along the banister of a busy <laughs> a busy subway <laughs> just going you need to get over yourselves guys <laughs> I'm an anti-masker for tits this is for your own good <laughs> yeah. in my day you know when I was a kid we used to rub our tits off everything and we were fine he kids yes <laughs> I've just had a horrific thought. Yeah, what? Yeah. Was Mr. Blobby a real-life diseased, unsolicited dick pic turning up to see Noel Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't Noel Edmonds believe in, like, the wish or something? Or what's it called? The secret. The power of positive thinking, where he's like, I'd really love a really angry, diseased penis to turn up today and just mess mm-hmm. up my house party. But joke's on him. He wished for a diseased pianist. <laughs> <laughs> He was he was trying to wish <laughs> ill on Josh Groban. <laughs> oh, excellent. And Josh Gondelman, what did you bring in for us? I came here similarly just to review the concept of coins with no bras involved. So here's what I think about coins overall. It's just a, a, a medium of currency. Excellent sound, right? Mm. They make a great sound. Decent to touch. Horrible smell. Worse taste. Uh, yes. Funded arcades and casinos. They let magicians and wealthy ducks think they're better than us. <laughs> Still good for a wish in any fountain, which I appreciate. Although, because of inflation, it now costs several dozen quarters for a wish. I say two stars. Not two. not great, not terrible. Coins, two stars. Even when they didn't come out of a bra. <laughs> I find that society really hates when people throw coins. They get quite like, oh, my God, he threw a coin. Very disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> Treating people like they're fountains or something like that, you know? <laughs> that's, it. that's what it is. You're like, what do you think? I'm a fountain? <laughs> yes. It feels like something Joe Pesci would get mad about in a movie. Like, what are you throwing the coins for? <laughs> you think he's a fountain? <laughs> Make a wish, buddy. Bang, bang, bang. What do you mean I look like a fountain to you? I look like I'm in the middle of a mall. Children are gathered around me. <laughs> I'm spitting water out of my mouth. Listen, <laughs> that's such a good point. Anytime you picture someone throwing change, it, it, you just picture like the, the villain in a children's movie like, Keep the change. Yes. <laughs> just, like, just like whipping 11 cents at somebody. They're quite hard. They're, quite They're hard. very hard. But hold on. Mm. Throwing change, uh, disrespectful. Peeling off dollar bills, throwing them in the air, celebratory. 
Now we're at a strip club. It's Drake's birthday. Oh, could you imagine being a stripper and people are paying you for coins? I'd be like, no, get notes, get notes. That just, shit bruises, you know? Well, see, in Australia, the smallest note we have is the $5 note. And all of our ones and twos are coins. So strip clubs are a lot more dangerous. What do people do at strip clubs? I think they give uh, decent tips. <laughs> Honestly, I think we've got to consider that is just start making bills start higher. And then yeah. it's just like, so yeah. Then then when you're like, oh, here, just keep the change. You're like, wow, $100? You just <laughs> bought a Snickers bar. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your reviews section now, because now it's time for our crypto utopian section. I love crypto utopias because so often when they are explained, they reveal themselves to be the deeply upsetting crypto dystopias that they are on the underneath. And they're, they're all these like incredibly hopeful young men who haven't thought about how people work at all. Josh Goneman, what's your favorite crypto utopia? So I have two. My first one, I think the most beautiful thing about an all crypto future will be how skinny our wallets will be. I think that's an underexpressed benefit of crypto, right? So much pocket and purse space without bills and credit cards, put way less strain on our pants. You won't have that bit, that wallet outline on your back pocket stressing your pants. I think that's incredible. Second thing, I think it'll be nice to get to pay for very serious things in a whimsical way. I think that's just going to raise our general level of serotonin and good feeling a little bit. Like you go to a, a funeral home, you're like, I'd like to purchase this burial plot for my beloved husband and I'm going to pay for it with the picture of a frog riding a turtle. <laughs> I just think it makes that occasion a little less bleak. <laughs> it does. It does. Alison Spittle, what's your favorite crypto utopia? So I have two things, but my favorite thing is that um, the Catholic Church have had to have a conversation on what do they think of cryptocurrency, which is hilarious because I think they should be having conversations about a lot more stuff than cryptocurrency. <laughs> the other thing is that uh, the Pope is considering a Catholic Bitcoin. And I think that's great. I mean, they're sick of Nazi gold and they need to get into new ways. And those those gold bars that they that they that, that they stole from people, um, you know, they need to change into Bitcoin. And I think that's good for them. Yeah. I think they've been so good at turning imaginary things into real money for thousands of years. I think this is oh. the mm -hmm. next great step for them. So, so good. So good. And they're great at hiding money. They're great at hiding money. That's why they have the long skirts. <laughs> <laughs> 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's all the time we have for our crypto utopia section because now it's time for our crypto scams. This is the things that have gone wrong with this ungo-wrongable technology. Uh, Josh Gondelman, what's your favorite crypto scam? I've been doing a lot of research into this field hmm. because I tried to Google crypto not scam, which <laughs> weirdly brought up a lot of scams. <laughs> but one that I've found that I'm really fascinated with, there's been a podcast, I guess. And we'll get to that in a minute. I mean, you're asking a lot of questions uh, that are already answered by my website entitled, This is crypto not a crypto not scam. This is not a crypto scam.com. This is not a dot scam. <laughs> Legitimate cryptocurrency dot for real. <laughs> At angelfire.co. <laughs> Speaking of leveling the playing field and gender parity in cryptocurrency, a woman named Ruja Oruha Ignatova was known as the fake crypto queen. She had a Ponzi scheme called OneCoin, which she said was a cryptocurrency to rival Bitcoin. And she got people to invest billions in this fake cryptocurrency. So first of all, okay, girl boss, get it. Get that money. <laughs> it's it's this it's the new decade where this I guess this is 2019, but it was like, yeah, women can run Ponzi scams too now, okay? It's not just old white men anymore. Get these gatekeepers out of the way. <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes from Theranos must have been so jealous when she saw the scheme because she had to at least build fake medical devices. <laughs> A crypto scam is just like, I sold you something that's worth nothing and it wasn't anything. Like, there was no <laughs> proof of it. It was just like, bloop, bloop, bloop. Yeah, that's where your billion dollars is now. Boop, boop. <laughs> you can tell it's secure because you can't see or touch it. Exactly, right. That's how secure it is. As you know from my website, securemoney.safe slash legitimate. <laughs> At lycos.org. <laughs> there was a podcast about her, as I mentioned, which is how you know you made it as a criminal, right? Like, if you commit some kind of massive financial fraud and they don't turn it into a podcast, you might as well just get a regular job. Like, <laughs> go sell insurance, work in a bank for real. You, di you didn't do it on a big enough scale. She disappeared a couple years ago, much like the feeling of joy and all the pomegranate juice people were drinking in, like, 2013. <laughs> Where did all the juice go? Did we put it back in the pomegranates? Did we decide we were pro-oxidants now? Mm-hmm. Look, I like oxygen in many contexts. I feel like that wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> so I guess this all goes to say, how is what she did different than regular cryptocurrency? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I also don't know. And that, I think, is the wonder of that particular scam. Mm -hmm. Like, it could have been real. You know, it, it still could be real, but it's not. My favorite crypto scam is just a question on Reddit uh, from a mother whose daughter has been selling crypto to the people at church, but she's sold more crypto than she has. <laughs> and all of the comments underneath are just, your daughter's running a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, I feel like money, like this is kind of the, a fundamental point of cryptocurrency, right? Where like money is an imagined, a concept we made up. Mm. So, and we made up 
crypto to be more like secure and just like a, a concept we all agree on what's backing it but like who's to say that's more crypto than she has i can't see it maybe she has that much crypto and she just hadn't told us about it before <laughs> maybe she found some crypto under the couch or something i feel like <laughs> cryptocurrency is something that was could only have been invented with the idea of a kind of a judeo-christian afterlife you know i feel like the idea that you can buy something now and get it up to your after, like way later it's invisible but it's there yeah didn't didn't the catholics do that wasn't that a thing they sold what was it called again there's a concept of jesus no. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean talk about inflation there's a lot of body going around <laughs> right that's absolutely right. You'd think in the the average communion wafer, because of inflation, that's not worth any Jesus at all by this point. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's where Bitcoin won out. They've got a cap on the absolute total mm-hmm. amount that you can ever mine. But you can mine Jesus forever. A Eucharist is Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid, I genuinely did like think, like, how much of Jesus is there to go around? Like, you know, it's because uh, you're eating him and you're supposed to be eating the, the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of Catholics in the world. Like, I, you know, at least in Ireland there are. And I was always like, what what part am I getting? You know? Yeah. Communion is the um, greatest argument against fat shaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the blood makes more sense. Like, have you ever gotten one of those paper cuts? And it's like, how much blood is in me? And so I get that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and like you know, you can keep you know you make blood again. You can keep going. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, people in the famine in Ireland, they used to cut like the side of cows so they wouldn't die, but they would like eat the. Put- I, sorry, I don't know why I'm bringing that up. Are you suggesting that Jesus is being kept in a basement and harvested? Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry to anyone who's religious listening. To this. Yeah, me too. I am Jen. No, do you know what? I'm sorry, but I'm also jealous of you, okay? Like, I really want to believe in in, in, in an afterlife. And it, all of these jokes is just out of jealousy. This is, this is what I'm doing. <laughs> this does sound like like uh, a crossover between the Bible and the Hostel movies. <laughs> <laughs> kind of a grittier reboot of the Bible, which was pretty gritty to begin with. <laughs> I've got some issues with the Bible. Like, what? How is Eve supposed to be responsible for taking the apple when she literally didn't know anything before she took the apple? Mm -hmm. You know, how is she supposed to know it's the wrong thing to do without the knowledge knowledge. of what's right and what's wrong? Mm -hmm. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Alison Spittle, do you have anything uh, that is a crypto scam that you have been enjoying of late? Well, this is a scam, yes. It's It's a crypto scam. It's uh, Holly Willoughby, who is a TV presenter in the United Kingdom. She's like a, a morning TV presenter. She's the face that we all know and love. She's also, I, I, I have stayed in a B&B that had the Holly Willoughby suite. And it's Ooh. because she stayed there once. And now they've put lots of pictures of her up there. Uh, quite haunting, I would say, as a as a concept for a hotel. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Holly, <laughs> you, look her up, Josh. <laughs> Just, you know, she's a perfectly nice looking woman. I definitely, if I went into... Uh, a suite at a at a hotel or something that just had all pictures of one woman who looks. I would be like, did she die in here? Yes! <laughs> and if she didn't, how long will it be till she does? Or till she kills me? Yeah. <laughs> 
She haunts the breakfast buffet. (laughs) What I'm learning about Ireland is (laughs) that's not impossible. I know. (laughs) Well, this is a scam called Brexit Millionaire and it has the face of Holly Willoughby on it. And it said that she became a millionaire off this scam and they're trying to bring other people into the scam by by pretending that Holly Willoughby endorses this. And this is like a a big long uh, line of fake celeb endorsements for scams. So there's been other kind of British celebrities that have had this done like uh, Lord Alan Sugar, Gordon Ramsay, uh, the Duchess of Sussex, who I don't know who that is, (laughs) and and Martin Lewis. I know that person's related to the Queen, but I don't know who they are. But apparently they're saying that a member of the royal family got rich off this scam called uh, the Brexit Millionaire. And I think, you know, who are they trying to get with that name of a, of a scam called Brexit Millionaire? It is the dumbest of the dumb. I'm so sorry, but like it is. And I myself, I'm not a celebrity, but I have been used as the face of a scam before where oh. someone has pretended to be me on Facebook and then went and messaged people that like my Facebook page. And they've said, hi, I'm so happy that you're a fan of me. I'm Alison Spittle. I'm sorry, but I'm in trouble at the moment. And could I have £100 wired to me? So people were like, Alison, is this you? They messaged me like the real Alison. And I thought about it and I was like, genuinely, I have needed £100 at different points in my life. They're very clever, those scammers. Because if it was like Katy Perry or something, you'd be like, she doesn't need the money. But me, they'd be like, oh, she might. She hasn't been on TV in a while. Uh, she may need <laughs> She may need £100. So uh, I don't know how I feel. I feel kind of like uh, my ego is bruised and uh, driven at the same time. I'm quite happy that that person thought I was famous enough to 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 warrant scamming people, but uh, sad that also it would be kind of believable that Wait, I would need money. No, Alison, I think that's, first of all, I think you should only be flattered by that because I've heard of that <laughs> happening with like, with people being like, I'm Justin Bieber. Can you send me <laughs> like $100 or whatever? And so you are in that because you have to be so beloved for people to just want to send you money (laughs) when they know you're already famous so i think this is a huge compliment that someone would steal your identity for that scam i mean people people wouldn't believe it if i did it because i've already got a patreon i'm already constantly asking for money I think it'd be more believable if they're like, hi, this is Alison. The Catholic Church are suing me at the moment for <laughs> the things that I've said on a podcast. Uh, could you help me, please? <laughs> I think that that does, both of those those points are very good, right? Like at this point in history where if you're like, hey, this is me, I'm on the internet, I need money. Yeah. People are going to be like, you're not even doing a podcast. <laughs> there's no There's no <laughs> pictures of your feet. What's going on here? We know you have things to offer. <laughs> Sometimes I worry about cryptocurrency because it is uh, so potentially powerful and at the same time so potentially destructive. And then people believe in it so strongly. And I think, well, there must be something to it if people are kind of so behind it. And, and then I think maybe the thing that's to it is not a good thing. Uh, but then I remembered mm-hmm. that people can believe in anything. And as evidence, I would like to cite off topic, but I think relevant to this podcast, this review of a chic fishtail blanket uh, in which the person has said uh, one star this shit is horrible what are we doing to kids today the mermaid is considered the whore of the sea (laughs) sea. and you want your daughters to mimic this 
have you lost your minds? Your daughter is not a fish whore. She's a human. Good point. And, and that, to me, is, is worth $100,000. Mm-hmm. I'm just, uh, just imagining <laughs> Jessica Simpson eating some tuna going, uh, I heard this is the whore of the singing. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Simpson. Yeah, I could I could have imagined that. Just like the, the media being like, Jessica Simpson thinks tuna fish is mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the whore of the sea, that's wonderful. It's so funny. And considering there's so many others that could be considered the whore of the sea. Like, um, <laughs> there's so much jizzing on eggs. There's so much. Have you seen how fish procreate? Oh, yeah. You know, it's just bukkake almost. It's mm-hmm. just like most of the sea is just fish jizz. Like, if you think about it. Not to mention mermaids are a sea creature that nobody has had sex with. <laughs> yes. And, and, and yeah, like, if, it, if all fish are just jizzing into the sea, which they mostly mm-hmm. are, really, yes. isn't the sea the whore of the sea? <laughs> <laughs> I, changed it. I, I laughed about that for three days. It was so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> the whore of the sea. It's just a beautiful, a beautiful tale. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Incredible pun. A beautiful tale. (laughs) (laughs) That's all the time we have for the show today. Uh, Of course, we are flipping through the classified section at the end of this collector's edition. Josh Gondelman, have you got anything to plug? Oh my gosh, I have my own podcast. It's called Make My Day. It's a comedy game show where there's only one contestant, so the contestant always wins. (laughs) Alison Spittle, have you got anything to plug? I'm going to plug my uh, podcast. I've got two. Uh, the Alison Spittle Show and uh, Wheel of Misfortune with Alison and Fern on BBC Sounds. Uh, I've just found out today that uh, that's got commissioned, so we're definitely having a third series. Hey, congratulations. So and um, also you can go see me on tour in Ireland. I'm going to be in early October in and around Ireland. Aberystwyth as well. I'm doing the festival there and I'm doing some shows in London and Glasgow Comedy Festival as well in November. Uh, please check my website. I haven't updated it in years, but I will now now that I've told you to go there. Well, thank you for coming along to this special collector's edition. This is an Alice Fraser and Bugle Podcasts production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or support me on Patreon at patreon.com slash Alice Fraser. It's a one-stop shop for all of my stand-up special podcasts, blogs, documentaries, and my weekly Tea with Alice salons. Uh, I am on hiatus during October. The editor of this podcast is Ped Hunter and the executive producer is Chris Skinner. I'll talk to you again next week. You can listen to other programmes from The Bugle, including The Bugle, The Last Post, Tiny Revolutions and The Gargle, wherever you find your podcasts. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.